1: Well, an African-American family in California has settled a lawsuit. They claim that bias led to their home appraisal. Their home's about 10 minutes north of San Francisco. It was originally appraised at $995,000, and they thought that was too low. So they did what is called whitewashing the house. They took away anything that would indicate that a black family owned the home, including family photos, even hair products. The lender then sent a different appraiser who concluded the house was worth $1.5 million. In a study released last year, researchers found that white homeowners were twice as likely to see their home values increase than owners of color. Well, joining us now, a professor who was a part of that study, Elizabeth Corver Glenn. She's an assistant professor of sociology at Washington University right here in St. Louis, of course. And thank you for joining us.
2: You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I
1: I know that your study didn't include this particular case, but you did look at years of appraisal data. How did you do the study and what did you find?
2: Sure. So we used an unprecedented public release of uh, aggregated appraisal data uh, that was released by the Federal Housing Finance Agency in October of 2022. And we looked at um, more than uh, 30 million uh, aggregated uh, appraisal values across the entire country um, in the 100 um, largest metropolitan areas that had at least 500,000 residents and more than 50,000 residents of color. And we ran thousands of statistical models um, that uh, controlled for things like neighborhood socioeconomic status and amenities um, and uh, as well as some uh, property characteristics as well. And we found uh, several things. One, we found that appraisers assess homes in white communities as two times more valuable than homes in communities of color. We found also that uh, neighborhood racial inequality and in appraised values increased 75% from 2013 to 2021. We also found that homes in white neighborhoods appreciated two times faster than homes in communities of color during the pandemic, just during those uh, couple of years. Um, And we also found that racial inequality is growing three times faster in the hottest uh, housing markets during that period.
1: And so to be clear for people listening, when we talk about racial inequality in appraisals, we are talking about just just what we mentioned here. A black family owns the home, and let's say they, uh, an appraiser says it's worth 100000 if they know that a black family owns the home.
2: Yeah, so what we did is we looked at the neighborhood level, right? So we looked at um, neighborhoods um, according to their racial composition because in our society, um, uh, neighborhoods are very racially segregated.
1: And did you look at – because I – um, Sure. I I would imagine that maybe someone listening is saying, you know, what if the compared
2: essentially uh, appraised values in predominantly black neighborhoods um, versus uh, uh, appraised values in predominantly white neighborhoods, uh, Latinx neighborhoods, um, Native American neighborhoods and so on. Um, And so that is how we found at the neighborhood level that uh, homeowners in these uh, white neighborhoods are seeing uh, appraised values uh, at least double those of their counterparts in neighborhoods of color.
1: And were you able to control for the the home, the the home itself? And somebody listening may think, well, what if the homes aren't as nice that are owned by black people?
2: Sure. Yeah. So we accounted for uh, because we were running our statistical models at the neighborhood level. We accounted for uh, property characteristics also at the neighborhood level. So, for instance, home size. Um, and and other important characteristics. Um, In other research, we've also accounted for um, a host of other individual property characteristics, like uh, the year that it was built, um, the quality of construction, uh, amenities, and so on. And those characteristics actually have uh, much less um, uh, significance for our overall findings than the neighborhood racial
1: composition. And before we let you go, why does this matter?
2: Well, it matters for a variety of reasons. One of which is that home ownership is the uh, major form of wealth uh, generation for American families. Um, and so, uh, basically, what we're finding is that um, that engine is uh, unfairly benefiting white families who are able to uh, accrue much more wealth um, uh, in the sort of the equity that they have in their homes, as their homes are uh, being hyperinflated by the appraisal process. And meanwhile, homeowners and communities of color um, are are seeing some returns on their investments, but uh, not nearly on um, the, the returns that white families are, are seeing. And so, um, these inequalities that we observed are directly impacting racial wealth inequalities
1: as well. Well, we're going to post your study information at kmx.com so people can go and review that for themselves. Elizabeth Corver Glenn is an assistant professor of sociology at Washington University in St. Louis. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. Have a good day.